Hey up guys, and welcome to part two of our mini-series on Edward the Confessor. Now last time we left Edward as a nine-year-old boy learning the art of diplomacy from his dad. We pick it up with Edward being an adult, uh, being in exile from England because the Vikings invaded successfully, and his mother married the uh, ruler of Denmark, King Canute, uh, had a son called Half a Canute, uh, and we pick the action up with Half a Canute ruling England instead of Edward. And if you're listening to this episode before you've listened to episode one, firstly, none of that will make sense to you, and secondly, you're a rebel. I like you. Anyway, let's continue with... Med- medieval family politics. Is this medieval? Early medieval? Mm-hmm. Late Viking? Whatever. This is this is medieval. This is weird as shit, man. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're going with. It's just weird. Come on! He's got to fight a war against his own mother and half-brother to get his own throne back. I mean, if he sees it as his throne, considering he never actually sat on it. I'm right there. He never sat on it. Edward no, no, never no. sat right. Uh, Edward Ironside sat on um, Edmund Ironside sat on it. and then, Very briefly. Uh, and then Cnut got it. Cnut got it immediately. So no, and then he married <clears throat> he's Edward's never... mum. So Edward's never been king at this point. No, he's but, never been but, king. But in order to get it back, he's presumably... I'm presuming here, because you know, the story will go on, but I'm presuming that he's got to fight a war against the dude who's married to his mum, so his stepdad. Yep. And his own, presumably his half-brother, it probably won't be involved, but like is sort of a relevant party to it as he's the current legal heir. Yep. And, and, and yeah, I'm going with that's as weird as shit. Yeah, families be complicated. It's, they, they just are. But we, we all experience those kinds of family hardships. Just It's to different degrees. So, in the next 25 years, Edward tried to return to England only twice. In 1034, the Duke of Normandy said he'd support him with an invasion of England. Hmm. Uh, it ended immediately when the boats were blown a little bit off course and accidentally landed in Jersey. How could you make that? Jersey's not even big enough to make that mistake. Well, Jersey's only like six miles off the French coast, so you could literally see France yeah, from yeah, this Jersey. Is, this is what I'm you saying. You should be able to see the island as you set off. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, like you'd land there and you'd go, lads, back in the boats. Let's carry on. Like, what, giving up at that point is sort of suggests everyone was kind of half asked. Yeah, the only thing I could draw from it was the Duke of Normandy was kind of pushed into it. He didn't really want to. He was like, the first, he was, the he was first excuse. Yeah. excuse. <laughs> oh no, this wind. <laughs> we are madly off course. And, and Edward's just there like, no, come on, lads, we can go. No, 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 we go back now. <laughs> With those massive storms that blow through the channel on a daily basis. <laughs> that mill pond of 22 miles of water. I've just got this image of like local traders just sort of rowing. Like, <laughs> just looking at them. What the fuck is wrong with these idiots? <laughs> People have crossed it on a pedalo. <laughs> People swim it regularly. <laughs> Two years later, his mother invited him to visit. So Emma's Wait. trying to reconcile. No, I, I feel like I've heard this one before. <laughs> <laughs> so, by this time, Canut had died, and Harold Harefoot, his son from his first wife, was ruling as regent for Harthur Canut, who's busy off in Denmark doing a bit of ruling over there. Emma was left. Yeah, I mean, the problems of empire are obvious. You know, you've, you've got to get around. Your face needs to be seen. Oh, Emma was hoping that she could use Edward's connection to the old Wessex kings to restore her popularity. How a, stupid were people back then? <laughs> a key point, she did not tell Edward that Harold had not approved of the visit. What? <laughs> she, she did, yeah, it's, it's all cool. You're allowed to come and visit me. Come and see your old mumsy. So, so she tricked him into invading by accident. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> but, but invading on his own. 
with with just a few retainers. There's there's no invasion force. There's he invaded coming across on a merchant ship, expecting to be put up in a castle for a few days to sort of shoot the breeze with his estranged mother. Everyone was incompetent. <clears throat> Ed- Top lady. <laughs> Edward was immediately attacked by soldiers and retreated back to Normandy. So he he got off the boat in Portsmouth, was immediately attacked, got back on a boat in Portsmouth, and fucked off. His brother. Al- I feel like they probably didn't attack him very hard. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't get off wearing armor like prepped for war. Uh, he was like, whoa. <laughs> no, he was he was probably in hose and just his he was in his day clothes. He he probably didn't have a sword. <laughs> His brother Alfred was not so lucky. He was captured by Godwin of Wessex, who mm. handed him over to Harold. Mm-hmm. Harold had red-hot pokers inserted into Alfred's eyes. Why? In order to ensure that he would be unsuitable for kingship. Because I mean, that, that, just, that just feels like... Uh, it's very discriminatory. It's also... That line are not in any way heirs to the throne anymore. They've been deposed. Oh, so clearly. why he felt he had to kill the younger brother of the guy that's got the claim to the throne i don't know i mean one thing that i am taking away from this is that high level politics in those days were mainly a case of giant paranoia about who sat on the fecking yeah. throne so he blinded him um but alfred died a few days later because well, yeah, you shove red hot know. pokers into someone's eyes and you've got you know 10th century healthcare. yeah well they were probably you've, you've got a wise like, woman they're probably literally like slapping poop <laughs> into his eyes <laughs> This needs more leeches. <laughs> He's lost a lot of blood. Take some more. <laughs> There's still some space on his arse. I did look, though, as a side note to that, Louis the Blind was king of Provence for 23 years after he lost his sight. I mean, Provence probably didn't go to war a lot because a blind ruler's not going to be encouraging warlike under leaders. Well, he lost his sight during a battle in Verona. And... Although he what was re- the king of Provence doing in Verona? Well, he had, up until the point that he lost his sight, also been the king of Italy and the Holy Roman Emperor. Uh, he, was, he was a big deal, as we said. <laughs> I, I imagine they just told him he was king of Provence and sat him on a big chair. Because how was he to know? <laughs> just a few of his friends coming in, trying to pretend like they're a crowd. They love you, my liege. Can you hear like, them? I feel like there's at least a blackout of sketch in that, if not a series. <laughs> just all of them weeping as he, he looks so happy. They're keeping the lie going, but they're dying inside because they knew what he used to be. Yeah. yeah, I see that. But this episode gave Edward a nemesis for life. Oh, yeah, I mean... Dude, Godwin of Wessex. Dude killed his... Br- well, wait, no, what? <laughs> no, feel- he's, he's, the, uh, he's the Earl who handed his brother over. Right, but, but Godwin so, right, of so, Wessex. So he's like, yeah, the guy who did it, that's fine. I, uh, I understand that, but what? No, Godwin of Wessex. He hates Godwin of Wessex. I feel like Edward... He hates him. He's about as competent as his he dad He will was. have his revenge. <laughs> he hates him. He can't even do hating right. What is it with this family? How are they kings? <laughs> he will get him back, and he's going to have his chance, because by 1040, the Harefoot's dead, Harthur Knut's back, and he's invited his half-brother over to help him rule. Oh, really? Do these people, like, not he talk to each He even made other? him heir to the throne after him. Half a Canut and then Edward. Never mind that Edward was 20-odd years older than half a Canut. He was still, technically, he's back in. He's heir to what? the throne again. The earls know your dad. They seem to quite like him in a weird kind it's of way. Like business negotiation. Yeah. Apart from Godwin of Essex, he's probably <clears throat> shitting <Yeah>. himself. <laughs> half a Canut died, aged only 24 years old in 1042, which preposterously left Edward as the heir apparent for the English throne. So after all that's happened, 
Edward is going to be king. I feel like his bullshit, I feel like old Ethelred's bullshit was just like contagious. Like, like everyone he vaguely had anything to do with just got infected by this miasma of incompetence and shite. As an interesting side note, Harefoot and um, Harthur Connaught both died at age 24. So 24 is like, like the 20... There's a very specific shelf life to Swain Fork be his children. So like... The, so like... <clears throat> Maybe like 24, the 24 club is like the Viking equivalent of the 27 club for rock stars. You, you want to get to, if you turn 25, you're not allowed in Valhalla. Yeah. I That's guess. just not fair. Yeah. I feel like there's probably some shaky theological ground on that mm. one. But I'll accept it because I don't know enough to challenge it. But to be able to get the crown though, Edward needed the support of the earls. Okay. The ones who'd remained in positions of power under Connaught. So the ones who'd bent the knee. Mm. He needed them back on side. Yeah. And luckily, one of the most powerful quickly declared he would support Edward's claim. Was it Godwin? It was his nemesis, Godwin. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh. oh well, uh, you know so what? So he's, I... he's now in a position where he, he, in order to have the power to destroy Godwin, mm. he first has to accept a favour from Godwin. The fact that he didn't immediately try and kill him weirdly makes me respect him more because that's exactly what his failure of a father would have done. Mm. He can't, he can't nice do... Nice one for being practical, I suppose. He he can't do the revenge on Godwin at the moment. He's still <clears throat> building up his power bases again. So he he picked a practice target. Go on. His mother, Emma. What? Why? She'd, she'd left him okay. for 25 years. She'd married the guy who'd, well, not killed his dad, but... been Indirectly. Indirectly. Yeah, 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 it, okay. caused, caused the stress. Caused, yeah, yeah, caused yeah. more stress than a king should have. <laughs> killed numerous of his brothers. Yeah. Had an heir that she then chose over him, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, I get so it. So he's not he's not happy with her. Yeah, she's almost like a wicked stepmother, yeah. except she's actually his mother. So he rode over to her house, deprived her of all her lands and property, and also for good measure punished her favourite advisor, Stigand. What did Stigand do? Stigand didn't do anything. I feel like <clears throat> he was a bishop at the time. I feel like I feel like Edward's just a bitch, like he, his father. He took all his mum's stuff and then punished a bishop. For being friends with his mother. I mean, if you're going to go... <laughs> that's, a, that's what he did, to show that he was powerful and mighty. Do these people ever grow up from being 14 years old? It didn't matter anyway. Neither punishment stuck. Within a year, he had returned his mother's stuff, and Stigand <laughs> went on to become oh not God. only the Archbishop of Canterbury, but also the second richest man in England. So if anything, <laughs> him taking away his bishopdom... What? was the best thing that ever happened to Stigand. <laughs> well, what am I going to do with all my free time? No sermons or anything anymore. I'm getting into property, boys. <laughs> but that, that was just the practice. It's okay. Yeah. Sure, it didn't work out. Right. That and was terrible. The people... Terrible practice. The people he took revenge on actually ended up better off for the experience. That's like going for a tennis lesson, turning up with a golf club and hitting a cop with it. <laughs> well... This is why you practice. This is why you do a dry run. You work out these issues. If, if your dry run went that badly, you'd be like, you know what? Let's not do this. Well, he waited a little bit longer. Because, you know. So he's king now. Everything's he's, going he's cool. king. Yeah. Sure. Is, he, is he king of just England or did he inherit the whole No, he's Kano king of Empire? just England. So he's waiting a bit longer. He's going to have his revenge. It's just Godwin is really kind of hella powerful. Has a lot of thanes, a lot of people that he can call on. So you just got to wait. Mm-hmm. In the interim, he was forced to marry Godwin's daughter, Edith, <laughs> making it likely that a grandson of Godwin would inherit the throne eventually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything this guy does is a failure. Needless to say, Edith remained childless for the duration of the marriage. So, 
he's waiting. He's been forced to marry the daughter of his nemesis. That's quite a humiliation. But Godwin's eldest son fucked up. Also called Swain. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm honestly at this point, I'm surprised that, like, that literally everyone's not called Swain. I would name all of my children after Swain Fuckbeard. Everyone would name all of their children after Swain Fuckbeard. You would want some well, of that glory rubbing off on you. But that... No, I mean, it makes maybe sense not rubbing off on you. Because You know what I'm saying. It made sense because Godwin obviously kept his lands and titles under Swain. Hmm. And I'm guessing his eldest son was born during those four months where he was like, look, look, I've named my kid after you. Please, hmm. please don't take my shit. It's honourable. Yeah. In a sort of very weaselly, dishonourable way. <laughs> Continuing the spirit of the fuckbeard... He abducted the abbess of Leominster, which is the head nun. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what an abbess. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't figure out what he did with her. She just vanishes <laughs> he, from the record yeah, at he, this point. He took her. We don't know whether he just wanted a nun, whether he <laughs> ravished her, what he did with her. He may have just kept her. Like, Wait, who did this? Sorry, Godwin this Swain. Son. Yeah, Godwin Son Swain. He, he abducted the ab- abbess of Leominster. You know, I'm, I'm imagining to get to I the point like, of abbess, yeah. you have to be quite old, I'm feeling and you like have the, to have paid your nun dues. I, I'm just, I'm feeling like there's a lot of Vikings or Viking adjacent people who are really into older women. So two years later, Swain attempted to retake his earldom. Right. So he came back with an army. Where did he go? He just went away. <laughs> away. <laughs> he went. He went away to Europe. <laughs> Fair enough. How did he come back with an army? Well, his dad was rich. He, no, he didn't have a very big army. He kind of oh. he came back with a few thugs, some mates. <laughs> Come on, lads. His his entire plan consisted of murdering his cousin, and then he was forced back into exile. Why did he when want to murder his cousin? He, he just murdered his cousin. Was his, was his cousin the heir, like the new heir to his father's lands after he no, died? No, no. Oh. <laughs> what? The plan he came up with for some reason revolved around murdering his cousin, and when it didn't work, he he just fucked off again. For, for for people, anyone listening, I, I'm, you should see my face right now. It's very <laughs> puzzled because I have, I, I don't have you enough. Know. I demand more context because that's, just, that's like the worst plan. You're drink, drinking in a German beer hall with a few guys that you've paid to be mercenaries for you for a while. You start discussing possible pros and cons to different plans and then you come up with... I'll go and murder my cousin. I'll sneak back into that'll, the cousin. That'll I'll, sort it. I'll sneak back to my homeland that I'm exiled from because I did something to an abbess. No one knows what that is. But I just did something. Even I don't know. I was blackout at the time. <laughs> I found I found her robe, right. but I didn't find her. It's it's like write down a list of goals. What do you want to be reaccepted as the heir of Godwin, the powerful Earl of Wessex? Step one: sneak into a country I'm exiled from and murder my cousin. What's step two? I don't know. <laughs> Step two, welcome back with open arms. There's a lot of idiots. Godwin forced Edward to restore all of Swain's lands and titles the following year. Oh so God. it worked. <laughs> it worked. You have mocked this man and his silly plan. Step one, kill the cousin. That's so depressing. Step three, profit. And it happened. That's, I mean, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is just an insight into how privilege <laughs> works right there.